In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11, Paul says, Now all these things happened unto them of the Old Testament for examples, and they are written for our admonition, upon whom the ends of the world are come. I usually find parallel examples in the New Testament to those examples in the Old Testament. You can't run around with unbelievers. God spoke very strongly in Exodus 34 to the children of Israel. Starting at verse 10, and he said, Behold, I make a covenant before all thy people. I will do marvels such as have not been seen in all the earth, nor in any nation. And all the people among which thou art shall see the work of God, work of the Lord. For it is a terrible thing that I will do with thee. He killed the firstborn of all of the people of Egypt. He killed the firstborn of all humans, of the Pharaoh, of the maids and the working people, and even the firstborn of the animals, the livestock. Verse 11. Observe thou that which I command thee this day. I drive out before thee the Amorite and the Canaanite and the Hittite and the Perizzite and the Hivite and the Jebusite, all the lands that God promised to give the children of Israel. Before them he would drive these people out. Take heed to thyself lest thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land and appear to be friendly, whither thou goest, lest it be for thee a snare in the midst of thee. But ye shall destroy their altars. They worship all these false gods. For example, my neighbor worships Wagner and Wagner operas. That's her god. Well, I tore her God down when I spoke that which was given to me by the Holy Spirit, which was the Wagner opera, The Ring, is a basic story of Voltan, the god, mythical god, who has a dwarf steal a ring from him. And the next three operas after this first one, the four operas are based on them trying to get that ring back. And the Holy Spirit brought forth from me these words. If a god can be so powerless that he allows a dwarf to steal a ring from him, then I would look for another god. That's tearing down her altar.
but ye shall destroy their altars, break their images, cut down their groves, where they worship their gods. For thou shalt worship no other god. For the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous God. Lest thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, and they go a-whoring after their gods, and do sacrifice unto their gods. And one call thee, and thou eat of his sacrifice. Come and watch this opera with me, and thou eat of his sacrifice. I stopped that fast. I explained to her that I worship the God who created the heaven and earth, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Father of Jesus Christ. We see the same instruction for the New Testament. Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols. For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. That's Second Corinthians 6, verse 14 through 18. One more section of scripture today. Second John, we'll start at verse 8. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Verse 9, Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ, hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, Neither bid him God speed. For he that biddeth him God speed is partaker of his evil deeds. I very 
rarely wish anyone well when they're leaving the house. I would wish Pam Paget well because I know things she's not going to be doing and I know she will be seeking God and following the Spirit of God. So I don't hesitate to wish her well. But if you drive up to a teller's window at your bank or something, almost always they'll say, well, have a good day. Well, you might be going out to commit adultery. So you are wishing them well in an evil thing. And according to John, you become partaker of his evil deeds. For he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. Second John verse 11. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today. Today we're playing the music Tchaikovsky Violin Concerto. Zeno Scotti was a wonderful violinist. He is the performer, the violin performer on this. He lived, oh, somewhere in the 1950s. And Sir Thomas Shippers is conducting the New York Philharmonic. It's a 1965 recording. Tchaikovsky Violin Concerto.